so crazy. I posted a reel on my fitness Instagram a while back that got some good attention. A couple thousand plays, but the discovery on Instagram reels is really picking up. In just the last 48 hours, I got more followers than I had for the last few weeks combined. And I believe they're all coming from that one uh, video, just a bunch of surge in likes on that video. And I think that video led to a surge in likes on the second video I had posted um, not too long after that one. Go check out the page at Revolutionize Fitness Florida. I linked it in the show notes. By the way, I just wanted to say thanks again for helping us grow as a community by sharing this show. And if you're feeling up to it and you like the content, I'd love it if you leave a five-star review on Apple Music. That helps me rank higher and allows us to keep growing. Now, in this episode, we're talking about the one skill that you can teach your children to give them a head start on their peers. Stay tuned. To be honest, this episode was going to be, uh, the one skill was going to be teaching your children financial management, right? That was going to be the one skill to teach your children. But then I sat back and I looked at the title and I thought to myself and I said, you know, what's even more important than financial management? Because financial management is, uh, it's an effect, not a cause, right? In this situation, it's an effect and not a cause. It's the effect of creativity, right? And creativity is an effect of believing that you're in control, right? Having a sense of confidence and belief that you are in control of whatever happens to you, right? Being able to take responsibility is also an effect of this. The one skill that I think everyone should teach their children is that they have the ability to control their lives. Now, that's not to say that you should let your children control their lives. Don't, don't get me wrong. You still have to discipline them. You still have to lead them in the right direction. But what I see happens too often um, is that, and I see this in both my myself, but also my friends and my family, I see, you see it all around. Children grow up in a sense with a sense that they have to play or they're playing by the rules that are set around them, right? They're living a reactionary lifestyle, right? A reactionary lifestyle. The uh, Some children I work with, not just in my current occupation, but all the occupations I've ever worked at, it's very rare to hear a child speak very confidently about their abilities moving forward as it pertains to something that is not generally taught, right? So some people, they want to be, I mean, yeah, they want to be astronauts, they want to be this, they want to be that. They aspire to be great individuals in a particular field as it pertains to the environment they grew up in, right? You don't, you're not going to see a lot of young black children talking about, I want to you know, be a stock investor when I grow up because it's not in their realm of understanding, right? So you can, te- I can teach him financial management 100%. And I could, and I would say you should teach your children financial management too. But if you allow them to understand that, okay, I am in complete control, yes, mommy and daddy work for a living and mommy and daddy pay bills and mommy and daddy, 
you know, they don't have a lot of time because they have to work to pay the bills. If they feel like they're in control, they can say, okay, I don't want that. Assuming that that's what they're seeing, right? They can decide, okay, this is what I want. And then once they make that decision, that opens a door for them to ask, okay, mommy, daddy, how do I get this thing that I want? So if your child says, mom, dad, I want to play, I want to play video games, right? And not only do they want to play video games, that is what I'm going to do. So how do I get, how do I go about doing that? Right. So now it's not a rebellious act to I'm going to defy what mom and daddy want. It's okay, mom, dad, this is what I want to do. Can you show me how to do it? How do I get there? And that opens the door, in my opinion. Right. Because my children are still young, so I haven't done it yet. But I'm just thinking in terms of children I've dealt with or I deal with on a daily basis. Like you can hear it in their voice when I when I say, hey, let's talk about stocks. Let's talk about, you know, options. Let's talk about making money. There's a, there's a reluctance there because they all, everyone that I've worked with or I'm around, they have a one-parent household or, in some cases, a two-parent household, but everybody works. They work for a living. It's You want to talk about a job? You want to talk about what you want to do in the future? Okay. You want to talk about something that I've never been experienced to? Okay, there's a little apprehension there. I don't understand this. Okay, now that you're teaching me this, how come I was never taught this? How come I was never taught that I can make money without going to work? Right? Why wouldn't mom and dad teach me this? Right? Why doesn't the school t- system teach me this? I was I had a doctor. Um I had a doctor in my office the other day um cuz he was he was he was interning, not interning, but his residency, he was learning about sports and how medicine plays into sports. So he was at a live event that I was in charge of. So it was in my office um, as we were waiting to go out to the game. And, you know, I was teaching the kids about options as we were waiting for the game to start. And the doctor was actually happy and surprised. And I said, yeah, you know, well, the you know, some of the worst people on the planet with financial management is doctors. <laughs> I said that to him and he goes, yeah, I know. Like and I and I it makes me really sad that they don't teach it in school because, like he was saying how much he, you know, didn't like the idea of debt and all that stuff and he got into understanding stocks and options and better financial management and I said yeah you know the the doctors make so much money at the end of the year, they don't really take anything home at the end of their career they still have debt and he and I kind of went back and forth just talking about that and agreement and kind of the wonders of how this system works, our society works, why is it that we're not taught this these things? And I think it's a combination. Hence the reason for this episode. The combination lies in not only is it not taught, but the idea that we could be in control is not something that school instills in us. School has you come in at a certain time, wear a certain outfit, sit at a certain desk, sit there for a period of time, listen to the person in the front of the room, take this homework, do the homework, bring it back, sit down for the test, don't cheat off somebody else's, answer the questions. If I like the way you answered it, I'll give you an A. If I don't, I'll give you an F. And that number, that letter, that sign now defines your intelligence and your competence in this particular subject. 
everything is external, right? And our internal abilities and our desires and our comprehension, everything internal is being defined by external values. So I think if there's one skill to teach our children, in addition to then turning that turning that causation, right, turning that confidence and ability to control and then now letting that lead to the effect of, okay, now that I've taught you and I've exp- allowed you to understand that you can control some things in your life under my direction, of course, as your parent, now let me teach you financial management. Now let me teach you the power of the idea that is a dollar, right? The minute my son is of age where he understands not to eat everything, because if I took a dot, if I carried cash, he'd be pooping out greenbacks because I'm sure he would just eat it, right? So as soon as he was, he's of age to not chew on everything, I he will I will try my best to have him never see me swipe a, swipe a credit card or a debit card. My job is to carry as carry cash as much as possible. So now he can visualize money and understand money and understand the control it has so he doesn't get he doesn't see the control in the card in the plastic he sees dollars and then i can now teach him how to get more dollars and that'll lead us into another conversation about money and how to manage it and how to visualize it and use it in the household right and how to now control those dollars Right. But to first, I want to bring it in front of him. But before I do that, I want him to understand the idea of control, right? Both I can do this, but these are the consequences. These are the rewards. But everything I do comes back because I can control that action going out. So I think that's the one skill. All right, I know this is a financial podcast, but again, the finances are an effect, not a cause. They're an effect, not a cause. The minute you understand that you can control things, the more that frees your universe to seek things to then control. And in this instance, we want to end up controlling our financials. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you haven't subscribed already and you've listened to every single episode this week, you better hit that subscribe button. And also, share this podcast with friends and family. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Music. Sharing and also leaving a review helps me rank up higher in our various categories and that allows me to reach more people. In addition to that, Don't forget to message the Instagram page or the Facebook page with any questions if you want to make a greeting or if you have episode ideas that you want me to bring forward next week to answer any questions that you have. Now, it's been a great week and I hope you enjoy your weekend. We are in a new month, new month, new me, new money. I've been your host, Al Cunningham, and you've been listening to the Market Adventures podcast. (music)